Are we there rolling you go. now? We're rolling. All right. We're, we're, we're rookies at this. So am I. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sean, what we've we've kind of muddled our way through what we are actually doing. We had Nick Castellano. Castellano. Oh, Castellano. I'm going to go back to my old ways. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my old ways. Yeah. Uh, we, we've kind of muddled our way through. Why don't you give the official start and the official opening to what are what are we really what's what's going on here today so this is just a bunch of guys getting together throwing our decoys in the susquehanna river um you know we call it a decoy competition but it's more about friendship and you know seeing everybody else's birds and what you know the progress they've been making over their carving career nice well, and please introduce yourself so my name is sean banner and you are related to delta waterfowl in what respect uh, I was one of the original chapter members when Lancaster opened up mm -hmm. uh, quite a few years ago now, I guess it is. And, you know, just a bunch of group of guys, uh, you know, like interest doing what we do. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, and it is the, Karen, it, where are we at? Or not where are we at, but what Conjahila is the... Flats. Yes, it is yes. Conjahila Flats. What is, we, we, we talked about this the other day, so there is a, uh, there's some Native American... I, I believe it's the ridge of the Susquehanna River Valley, uh, at least from this area down to the bay, is considered the Conjahilla Flats. Okay. I don't know its actual origin. Yep. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was something different, something to catch the name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So give me give me some uh, geographic 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 knowledge. So we, I know I'm very familiar with grew up in Darlington. I was born in Darlington, not grew mm -hmm. up in Darlington. Born in Darlington. So you got the Conowingo Dam. As we come up the river, we cross the state line, get Pennsylvania. We got Peach Bottom Nuclear Reactor. Yes, sir. And then somewhere in there is the uh, Normanwood Bridges Holtwood Dam. Right. Is, it, is that the first dam in uh, Pennsylvania? The Holtwood Dam would be the first dam. First okay. Um, Muddy Run has a reservoir which they draw out right below all the, the yep. Normanwood Bridge. Okay. And then as you come up, you would have the Safe Harbor Dam. And then uh, you don't really have anything up to the York Haven Dam, which I don't even understand the York Haven Dam. It's not a true going across the river dam. Right. So. And that would that make, would that be the, 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 the just south of us, would that make the flats? Thing? Yeah, I, I believe that the flats are considered from the 462 bridge south. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, you said Muddy Run, man. We used to go camping there as kids. like. Long, long. Is, is there still campground? Yep, yeah. yep, right there along 372. Yeah, that, and I, I tell you what, man, especially in, I always thought it was, not that I got up there that much, but living in Hartford County, it wasn't that far to drive up. It seemed like the, the last week in February, the first week in March, man, that place was loaded with, with the, the reservoir up there was loaded with waterfowl. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, geese, swan, uh, black ducks, pintails. And, and, and truth be told, I enjoy coming out here February and March just here on the river itself. And you see canvas backs like they're, you know, going out of style. Yeah. They're everywhere. Nice. But not here during the season, right? <laughs> no, not during the season. Of course not, right? <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't funny know. How, funny how that works. Mm -hmm. um, okay, uh, let's back to the decoy contest. So what uh, Nick talked a little bit about it, but um, basically we're going to you, you break them up into divisions then? Yeah, so it's species. Uh, as long as you've carved it at some point in your life, it's eligible to enter. Mm -hmm. um, we're very loose on the rules as far as other competitions go. And it's just a lot of fun. Yep. Mm. So uh, Marsh, they're going to be judged from all puddle ducks will be judged together? Yeah. Well, so no, it's species specific. So right. mallards against mallards, pintails right. against pintails. And then the winner of each class would go for best of show for puddle duck. 
And then at the end, it would be the best of show puddle duck versus the best of show diver versus the best of show confidence decoy. And then they'll be judged and they'll have one winner for the entire day. Okay. So marsh ducks, divers, and goose and confidence? Yes, sir. Cool. All right. Very, very nice. What uh, what would your style of carving be? Uh, how would you how would you just describe <laughs> what, what what class does not class that's not that's the wrong word what uh, what's what's the, what's the influence how about that that's a better word uh, so I just love canvas backs right so I try to make the best canvas back I can and go from there mm-hmm. uh, so the Susquehanna River Valley has a, a distinct wedge body style and I like to you know I use turn bodies like they do in Haver de Grace mm-hmm. and uh, but up here I guess for the river cur- flow or current they developed this like deep wedge back in the day. Mm-hmm. I guess it helps it float better. Sure. So I, I pretty much try to do the history of this area. So, so the uh, I'm, I'm familiar with like the, the upriver, and I don't know if it would be upriver this far, but Madison Mitchell used to do an upriver, yes sir, upriver style bird, which is a just a tremendously over. To me, it was a oversized. Yes, yeah, a very body. large body. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, do you know the name? Is it is it Butch Parker? Butch Parker, yeah, he was a carver. And they, I, mean, I can remember his birds were like that style of just a yeah. big, big, I believe, big, big turn body. I believe some of the Sellers family used those bodies. Okay. Um, but yeah, they and I don't know the reason that they were brought up here that way, as large as they were. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I can like you know I don't know that either. But like from again, with Madison Mitchell, like what, like what I, I just know his upriver birds were just a not. Maybe twice as big. I would it, say probably. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, was, it was. There were big, big turn bodies. I wouldn't. Maybe not as large. I guess large. they called them pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin Does seeds. that make sense? Yeah, they weren't. They were not large as like the goose bodies. No, but they were definitely. I would say t- twice as big as his. As yeah, his I would normal, say that normal normal mm-hmm. body. So, um, care what you're thinking. I'm just. Is it is it cedar you like to use? What, what do you like? I like to, to use polonia just because it's available for yeah. me. Okay. Hmm. We're talking about polonia with someone. It was. Um, Who was it? George. George Williams. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Back in the day, I had some nice. And I told the story to George. Uh, Pat Vincenti, Pat and Jeannie bought out the Hutch Decoy Company. They were down on Route 40, like it, almost to the Beltway in Baltimore. Okay. And there was just I went down and helped them move some stuff, and there was parts and pieces, and there, he had these big chunks of polonia. Okay. Um, almost like stumps, if you were. They weren't. Right. Sort of milled, but not, and. Um, I, that was my uh, that was really my only time using using polonia, but they mm. ma- made really nice bodies. Um, yeah, it's real nice to cut. Mm. Yeah, the polonia tree grows very quickly. Mm. Um, you've seen you've seen them, the yep. purple flower. Yep. Yeah, I mean, what the growth ring's got to be? Yeah, they're far apart. Yeah, it's got mm. I mean easily an inch inch a year. Mm. So those things grow. Do you grow them yourself? I or? do not. No. Um, we do. Ha- we Matt and I have bought some trees off of people. Um, you know. Get wood wherever we can, really. Sure. Yep. What kind of wood do you like, Karen? <laughs> for your carving? I have not carved. I'll probably cut my finger off. Is <laughs> really what will happen. We like northern white cedar. Northern you do. White. We yes. like northern white cedar. That's what you. Yes, listen. yes, you. Yes, you do. I, have you been carving much? Um, have I? What's your definition? Started to, well, just with the move. Oh, like gotcha. It's kind of put a crink yeah, in got, things, but yeah, we got the, getting we, back we to got it. the new rooms built. It's a, it's not super big, but it's much nicer than the trailer. So it's uh, mm-hmm. 14 by 16. Air conditioned. Nine foot ceiling and it's air air conditioned. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be the nicest thing. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. That, that I tried. I thought I thought we had we put nine six inch wafers lights recessed 
and I thought that was like a big it, plenty. It super bright, and mm -hmm. I wasn't even questioning like should I put more? We were back and forth, back mm -hmm. and forth. I did the wiring, and mm -hmm. um, and I put. Thankfully, I put four boxes up there that are on a switch by themselves. I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to put in there, and you know, um, I don't know. I just wanted to have another option. I was thinking more of like almost like kind of like spotlights kind right. of thing. And what would how would you describe those lights, Karen? What are they called? You make fun of them because <laughs> it's seen says, on TV. As seen on TV, but yeah, just some gimmicky looking LED. Are they the ones with the bat lights? wings on them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I actually have them in my basement. Okay, oh you my screw them in yep. and you can kind it's of yep. crazy. It's night and day. I put yeah. four of those things, oh and it's gosh. like it's like stadium lighting in a white like, room. <laughs> it's like glowing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But it is nice though. And like it makes shadows. the ones that we thought were bright. It's like wow, those things like yeah. We're like, I did the same thing. Yeah. We have another room we're going to do. And we like, Yesterday we were talking mm -hmm. about, like, we thought this was a lot, man. We, we like, need to, <laughs> you know, not double up. But we need yeah. to make sure that we put, if we're going to use those wafers again, that we put. Yeah. Yeah. Karen questioned the, how the quality of the wafer, but I, I, I think that that's, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're not, they're not they're cheapies. Nice. Okay. So, but yes, carving, trying to get, trying to get it kicked kick back off and, and get into it good. Um, I was supposed to July first. I was supposed to be doing yeah. doing it, and what is it? August fifth, and I have cut some stuff. Yes, cut some stuff. And a whole bunch of then, cold bodies. Yeah, I was cutting stuff before mm. there was even insulation there, so it was. It was. I did want to, not to speed things up too much, but I did want to at least get something something accomplished. So, um, but yeah, man, time's yeah. flying, and, and season's uh, coming quick. Yeah, it's kind of it's the thing. I wake up at two or three in the morning, like it kind of wigs me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. If I start thinking about the wrong thing, that can go. <laughs> what is there a special bird today? Maybe it's not special, but is there a special bird yeah, so to, today? To drum up interest, uh, <laughs> Matt Nisley came up with uh, the bird of the year, and that was just to get everybody to try and focus on one bird. Mm -hmm. And we do it off the federal duck stamp. So last year the federal duck stamp was a redhead. This year's class is the redhead, mm -hmm. and we have quite a few of them in the, on the water today. Nice. nice. I was talking about a different bird, though. Oh, it's yeah. Isn't it some new category? Oh, the trying? concept class. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a class in the making. It hasn't really caught on yet. There's a few entries here today, and that's... I, you would have to ask Matt that. That's gotcha. his idea. That's his brainchild. I like it. I think it's good. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It, it'll expand your mind a little bit. Yep. Yeah, and hopefully bring in, you know, new carvers that, you know, don't do the... Right. You know... Right. And that, I mean, that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow this competition as big mm -hmm. as we can, get as many people here as we can, you know, experts, new guys, everything, you know. How many years has this been? I believe this is year seven or eight. Okay. Well, because well, I, I think I judged, maybe was it, it was the first, like first. I was thinking it was at least six years. Ago. Ago. Okay. Yeah. I, and I, and rig, originally we started a few miles down the river on the York County side. Okay. That so was, was our first one. Then I was, I was it was here. Okay. Is, okay. Is where I, was. I think I think you judged the first year we had it here. That's okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. Right. Right, I'm going to try this one more time. No pressure. But is there another bird being floated today? Mm. Has any are you hinting that you know of another bird being floated today? I believe I had to sign a bird this morning. Oh. I, ru rumor is <laughs> that Jeff Coates himself has a bird floating today. That I didn't enter. That's so weird. No. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, I hope, it, I hope it's not too embarrassing out there. But uh, mm. I enjoyed making those things. And I, I have a couple more bodies that are like, cut probably in that time frame. Mm. That uh, the, the cork ones that I'm doing this year. So I'll rewind because everybody doesn't know what we're talking about. It is a hollow cedar high head surf scoter. And um, the, the kind of the 
especially being on the ocean, I wanted to try to make things as big as possible. And the, the cedar was not, the cedar that I got was, was supposed to be a three, three and one, a three inch and a one inch piece mm -hmm. to make four. And they were a little bit light, both pieces were a little bit light. So it wasn't really a total, you know, a tall four inches to begin with. I thought, man, like how, to, how, how could I come up with, to make these things even, you know, taller right so i just put like these these big you know they're but the head's got to be nine mm -hmm. inches tall i guess or so it, it's a it's a bigger bird yeah but it looks good yeah thank mm -hmm. you nothing fancy it's kind of people ding me quite often about the backs are flat i i believe that that's one of the birds when i first met you when we went on a hunt that i actually gunned over i would i would say that it's right in that time period yes 100 percent. yep so. it, was, it would have been uh i switched over to all hand carved scoter or sea ducks in 2000 nine that was the first year and okay. i believe those are like 2012 yes sir yeah so that, that that would have been right that would have been right in that timeline well it is um, whenever i tell the story there it is that's what i like that's, <laughs> time passes doesn't matter you can make up what you want to what you want to make up so hmm. well, I, again i hope it floats well and we'll have to have to have to take a look um in the past matt has done a put his his entire rig out there yeah, we uh, Matt's sculling boat. Matt and his father used to be large in the sculling. Right. Um, we would put a big rig out there and do a demo. Turned out to be a tremendous amount of work. Yeah. Um, we mm. I think we put a hundred birds out there oh, just wow. for the demo. Gosh. So. So in the, in that demo, actually talking about true gunning, like what what style for those that that don't know what what how, describe that style of gunning, please. Uh, sculling is a sneak boat style. Um, you have your decoys, you sit maybe 100 yards, 150 yards off the decoys, let the birds land naturally, get comfortable, and then you scull by steering the boat and gun them that way. Hmm. Hand power, not? Yes, all hand power, yeah, not, no motors. No motor power. So you, it, it is, it is make I guess that was really popular back in the, what, 40s, 50s, something like that? Yeah, and, and like half degrees, they would kind of describe it as like as a bushwhacking rig. Right, yes. Yeah, uh, and most of the boats were white because we actually did have winners then. Yeah, I, and wow. I, I believe white and green were the two yeah. popular mm. ones. So when I say we're joking around that we used to have winners, they're you know, do, do you get have you do you get much ice here now? I, uh, it'll freeze up, yes. Right. But we have not had any snow to speak of in probably two years. Yeah. Crazy. So the the white boat should kind of try to be. Uh, how about this? It would be a, maybe a floating ice mm. ice pack. Yep. Right. So that's kind of kind of how it, the reason it would be white, and then the green would be more of. More like, the mosh, no, just like more of like this style. Like, look, if you look out there right now, yeah, you're kind of like, like an early season type yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. kind of like you know, our boat is, you know, we're trying to be great, trying to okay, just be uh, inconspicuous. How about that? So, okay, that's cool. Oh uh, yeah, bushwhacking. I, um, I would think it probably more after. Uh, night. I would say more after uh, sink boxes were outlawed. Yeah, so I would, I would say like 1935-ish on. It, it's so yeah, 40s and 50s. It's not my favorite style, but it's you know it's traditional in this mm -hmm. area. So I tried it. I enjoy it. Yeah. I, mean, I enjoy all hunting, but uh, it's not nearly as good as body booting, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, Scott Moody. Uh, uh, Scott Moody, thinking you. We are. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, Scott's got some got some cool pictures of of Matt Scullin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with. Um, Joey's involved or not? But I'm sure. Yeah, I think that. I think I think it was. But anyway, off uh, off the Park Island down there, I know he's got he, he got some cool pictures of Matt's boat and Matt's going. So, um, yeah, cool. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Sean? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Because I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's all it's all good. He we likes appreciate to do that. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much. 
and uh, we're going to walk down and check out some birds. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank Sean. Thank you. Have Appreciate a great show. Your time. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Keep it warm. All right, love, you good? Yep. You're always good. <laughs> we have a little break in the action, so I'm here to tell everybody this is the Pit Boss Podcast, brought to you by, can you move your hand, please? By Sorry. our very, By our very good friends at Molly's Place Sporting Goods. What do I like to say? Oh, please don't. Oh, what? come on. Molly's is easily oh, found on Route 213 in Kennedyville, Maryland, on Maryland's famed Upper Eastern Shore, or at mymollys.com, M-Y-M-O-L-L-Y-S.com. Um, summer slime by, and we're already starting to look, well, not looking forward to it. It's on, on our radar. I'm going to shut this one down. It is on our radar. Uh, Molly's anniversary, anniversary sale. I haven't had a drink of anything. <laughs> Just wah-wah. No, my mouth is getting dry. Um, I was looking to see if I do have something to drink. I do not. It's all good, though. Uh, we are, back to the topic, looking forward to Molly's anniversary sale weekend, which will be September 23rd, 24th, and 25th, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, it's a great weekend. If anyone is halfway close, please make the effort to stop by and say hello. Um, the big white tent set out up front. All kinds of deals, specials, kind of kicking off the, well, we're already being to September, early goose, early goose, excuse me, and uh, dove, but uh, waterfowl season will be right there, October 14th for us. We'll be here very quickly. So, um, again, check out our good friends at mymollies.com. Up next, love. Come on. (laughs) Duck Blind Bistro. I'm making you work. No. Duck Blind Bistro. What do you like about that event? It is easy. It is just so easy and uh, easy to clean up too. So uh, just yeah, throw your throw your your biscuits in there. Do I hear big choppers in the background? You do. It's coming straight overhead. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to turn and look. That's pretty cool. It's a whole squad. Oh my gosh! I think we call it a squadron. Love. One, two, three, four. I see five. Five. Yeah. Well, pardon that interruption. That was kind of impressive, huh? <laughs> it was. I wonder where I, they're coming I, from or two. Uh, I don't know. It looks like to me they're just kind of taking the course of the river. Uh, mm. I believe those were Blackhawks. Mm. I'm not a helicopter expert, but mm. but back to the topic of the duck blind bistro and you said it's easy to clean up yeah just yeah yeah, just because i do most of the dishes it is uh yeah just simple and easy like jeff's saying it is it's simple and easy and it's quick and good in home you don't have to fire up your oven any kind of a heat source turn your burner on four minutes on each side and you'll have the best biscuits from the ultimate outdoor oven duckblindbistro.com our very good friends john paul and Jay, we're going to be using. I'm going to be using. I say we. I talk like we, but I'm going to be using it where, love, specifically. Uh, many locations, but during the season. Yeah, during the season. But I was thinking PEI specifically. <laughs> where will I be using it specifically yeah. during the season? Yep, he's gonna. We're gonna load it up, and he's gonna take it out because it'll be cold enough that everything should just sit in there nicely until he sticks it on the heat source. 
And once again, I'm going to ask, where specifically will I be using On this? the world's largest duck boat. Is that what I was supposed to say? Steve Hoover thinking oh. of you. We are. Come on, love. Jeffrey. We should, I thought we really were synced up. No. We're not? No. Uh, yeah, Steve Hoover, duckwaterboats.com. Love, we operate the Ocean 32, which is? <laughs> the world's largest duck go. boat. Oh, oh my man, this is, God. This is, this We've is already a, said that. We, we did. I don't remember saying it. Okay. Steve Hoover, thank you very much. Duckwaterboats.com. Steve, I'm going to ask you again. Are you going to be at Easton? Yeah, he hasn't he replied hasn't, yet. No, he has not. He Which has mean, not might suggest he hasn't listened yet. Uh-oh. So. Steve, Karen, I think, just called you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, love. Crabs to go. Crabs to go. Mark, John, Dan, right on the corners of Maryland Route 50 and Route 589. Crabsgo.com, and I still say it, the, the problem is the rest of the world cannot enjoy, they can thank COVID because they can't enjoy crabs to go because they would ship, crabs to go shipped anywhere. Ship oyster to my dad all the time. Uh, I think I saw, we'd never ship crab cakes, oyster. No. Oyster, we shipped to them live, made yep. FedEx, but they don't ship anymore. Mm. But still, everybody, I can't say everybody, but many, many, many of the guys that hunt with us definitely stop midday, once after that wasp. And mm. crabs to go. When yes. was that cold crab special that you saw? When was that? Was that Tuesday or Wednesday? It would have been Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And we so, talked about it in the morning. Yeah, we were so... It was, it was Thursday. It was Thursday. It was, yeah. It? yeah, we were just so busy. We didn't see it until it already passed. We didn't see on, it until we were already eating. It, on social media, that, we, that, that the, the cold crab special came up. So, John, do us a favor. Next time we have a cold crab special... Throw Jeff a text so we can go grab some. I just, I need, you say, I truly, it's kind of sad, but like I, I check usually once a day, easily. To see yeah. Do, do they that have was the crabs? crazy busy day that we had. And I still say we should just bite the bullet, buy Just them. get them. Yeah, but we're, if we bomb, we're going to get them hot. It's good. It's oh, good. Stop. going to make good. me hungry. Yeah. Next up, love. <laughs> September 1st is close. Yes, it is. Dirty Duck Coffee. Dirty Duck Coffee dot. Mm. It's good. Buck and Jay, guys, thank you very much. Supply is low, hint, hint. I, I, it's going to happen, but I'm not going to say anything yet still. Oh. Is that all no. right? Yeah, no, you've only got or a couple be, more weeks to go. But if it doesn't happen, I've said so much about it, it's gonna look, I'm going to look bad. And if I say something <laughs> about it now and it doesn't happen, it's the same difference, isn't it? Kind of. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play good. All right. Because they have not told me yeah. to say anything. Right. Okay. Except I can say this. I'm fairly, I will tell you I'm 96% sure. I don't know if Buck and Jay, Buck or Jay, but Dirty Duck Coffee will be in attendance at Molly's anniversary. Ugh, man. I'll go grab you my, a water. My American today is harsh. <laughs> I'm really missing the diet too. Did not bring that. Okay. We'll be at Molly's anniversary sale. <laughs> Molly's anniversary sale weekend. And hopefully. Which is on Labor Day. When is that? September 23rd, 24th, 25th. Thank you. Yep. 25th or 26th. Uh, yeah, we check for me. But anyway, regardless, they'll be at Molly's anniversary sale weekend as well as the Easton Waterfowl Festival. November <laughs> 9, 10, 11. 
I don't have any notes in front of me. Nope. I don't have it in my phone either. Need to get that in there. Yes. Should we mention anything else? I feel like yeah, we have a new sponsor. Ooh. But again, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. No, we have to wait. But very excited about it. I mean, I got the email. All right. I did the Zoom call. I got the email. But. You should wait. Okay, I'll wait. We have a new sponsor of the Pit Boss podcast brought to you by our very good friends at Molly's Place Morning Goods. Mm-hmm. Whaleyville Wagon Tails, love. Mm-hmm. Whaleyville Wagon Tails. What's going on Whaleyville Wagon Tails today? We had to block the schedule so we couldn't take any bookings because we are here at Conjahila. Conjahila, right on the Susquehanna River. Columbia Crossing, say it one more time. Yes, Conjahila. And um, yeah, we're just here with Delta Waterfowl today and wanted to check out the uh, deco competition do we have any pups along with us today we might have three in the truck yep is the truck running i hope so (laughs) no it is absolutely running and the air conditioning is on i want to get one of those temperature monitors that you you have yeah we need to get that i bet you there's don't think it's popping up on my phone on instagram there's got to be a thing for your phone an app of some sort yeah just a sensor that's in there bluetooth yep Yep. And of course, I'm going to start saying it all the time now just because I assume everybody synced up with me that they know about Pitboss Waterfowl, but I will say Pitboss Waterfowl. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, I am a full time Sea Duck guide since 1999. It just means I'm old. <laughs> no. Is this, is this year 25, 25th season? Oh, we talked about she this. She told me it was. Yes. And I sat down and, like, in my mind, tried mm. to do it my fingers and toes. And it's not. But no. then I did it on paper, and I think it is. Okay. What's 99 from 23? 24. Hmm. GF told me it was 25. I know. We need to. All right, so 24 seasons I've been doing it full time. Yeah. Been yep. duck hunting longer than that, but. Big time next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we yep. going to do? Something special. <sighs> yeah, we got to It's a quarter year of guiding. That's pretty significant. A quarter century, though. Sorry. Yes. Duh. Sorry. Your tongue's tied, too. No. You no. said you wouldn't crack a beer a while ago. <laughs> it, was it? Not, it wasn't even 9 o'clock. <laughs> 9 o'clock. Like, it's all minutes. been up since, because Jeff liked to set his alarm. We have been up for <laughs> What time? At 2.30, did you start? No, I did stupid not. Stupid thing going off? 3. No, 3 o'clock. Ugh. I'm just not duck hunting mode. Right. It, well, and, so I, I got off, I think with Nick, I got off off topic. Um, I'm scratching, scratching my leg again. <laughs> Yeah. Stop. Um, the New Holland bucket in my shin. Mm-hmm. Don't get along. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blame you because we don't have any kind of nightstand. No. Well, First, yeah. We need to get our bed situation figured oh out. Oh, my Lord. That, thing is, that thing's killing me. I hate that bed. It was it was all all just dandy when we first tried it. But I think, you know, with our poundage on there for the last two months, it's just, it was a very cheap bed my sister bought when she came over to visit us. Well, first off, we like king-size bed. This yeah. thing's a queen. Yeah. It's just got that, if you move in that thing, it's got that. It squeaks. Yeah, but it's not like a. Not it's like not a, like a spring squeak. No, it's, no, uh, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it is a squeak, but it's not a spring. It's squeak. like plastic rubbing against plastic or something yeah, yeah, strange. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to rewind, to get back, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us back off the tangent of a quarter of a century, but it's only gonna we're only 24 years in, 24 seasons, not 25. 
But pitbosswaterfowl.com, if you're interested in going sea duck hunting, check us out. Um, booking out next next year, taking bookings for next yeah. season, right? Yep, 24-25 season, 60-day yep. season. We have a week in October, two weeks in November, middle middle two weeks in November, and then mid-December to the end of January. So, And I still don't think Sunday hunting is going to be will be in place for next year. So. Mm. Um, how do you feel about that? We've talked. Well, actually, we've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. You, you, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm. I mean, honestly, just as long as I think you're going to be more upset about missing football games, but, um, but. Well, we until eleven. I mean, there's 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 pros and you know, pros and uh, cons about the whole thing for for different people, um, but uh, you know. As far as as far as you know, your hunting season goes, I don't think it's going to affect us personally. Um, it's just the whole football thing. Yeah, can I segue into something else? Sure. What are we doing? With. I'm waiting for that bike to go. So, what are we doing this year for football? We, uh, we got rid- in, oh, television yeah. and yeah, I don't know. We we have we do not have um, fiber optic um, internet. We are uh, using hotspot. Um, on our phones right now, streaming it to Apple TV, and we have to subscribe to something to get football. All right, let me be YouTube, more. Let me right? be more specific then. We we don't have game. We don't have DirecTV Game Day anymore because they don't have it. Yes. No. Are we Are we, are we going to bite the bullet on YouTube? Well, if that's our option of watching the games, that then is we the have option. to. Well, the there option. you go. That's so what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's, that's, that's what where we're I was doing. going with that. That's what we're doing. Playing with my leg again. Yeah. As I get older, it's, that stuff just doesn't. Just don't even. What? You don't. People don't need to know such things. No. Just gonna say my, my the leg, the cuts on my You're leg. Young, young that. virile man. A young virile man. <laughs> can I be an old virile man? <laughs> you can try. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think I'm gonna go any further. <laughs> mm. Yep. No football. Is oh, about yeah, that, the only thing that's going to that, affect um, Sunday your Sundays hunting. for you, for us personally, right? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I guess it depends on travel time and all, but I mean, we hunt till 11. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it, it hasn't, with sea ducks, if it hadn't happened, it's not going to happen. And or guys are, they've ran out of shelves kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So 11, 11 o'clock, call it a morning mm-hmm. and um, get off the water and, you know, so, like, travel time in mean, two hours I guess get the boat cleaned up and all maybe yeah, maybe I'm not going to see all the kickoffs no but what? I would think I think so let's rewind part I believe part of the whole YouTube NFL to YouTube uh-huh. I'm not a well read person on this but I believe that they want to make NFL games accessible to stream anywhere mm-hmm. so in theory I could I'm driving home. I could maybe I'm not going to pay 100 percent attention to it, mm-hmm. but I could watch it on my phone. Sure, it's the same as listening on the radio, I guess. Yeah. Point taken on that, except I could sort of watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you'll be too tired, and then you'll be asleep by like five o'clock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely don't. Another boat taking off. I definitely don't. Mm-hmm. Get, I don't get the late game. Um. But yeah, I mean, I again, there's, there's, it's gonna, the Sunday hunting is gonna affect um, people in different ways, um, and then the ducks, and I don't know, I don't have enough experience with it to, to truly know, but is it gonna affect the uh, f- 
the, the ducks and they're, you know, are they going to be so freaked out that they're just not going to decoy? There's just no rest days? I don't know. I have no idea. I know that's some of the things that I've heard people comment on. Yeah, I mean, 60 days is 60 days. Okay. Um, yeah, no, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some, some argue that if you, if you basically, if you, if you get the 60 days at, like, let's say it was a, a continuous 60 days, that would actually be a bit more, more healthier for the waterfowl population because you're not going to mess them up. Like if they're starting to do pair bonds and things mm. and they've kind of started to pair and one of them gets shot, okay. then like the, whatever effort and, and energy went into, I don't know if it's that much energy goes into them, <laughs> but to, you know, to, to try to create a pair bond. But if, if, if they went through the effort to do that and then one of them gets shot at the end, mm. you know, then they got to start from scratch versus that's, you know, if it happened all in six, oh, 60 days straight, whatever's, whatever's going to get, shot harvested mm-hmm. killed whatever word you like to use it's done mm-hmm. and then they've got the rest rest of the winter to chill and hit north okay so that's i guess unless you're a snow goose because mm. they get uh, they get hammered well it may be a moot point anyway it may not be happening so yeah i think i i i, I agree at least in the next couple of years i don't think it's going to happen but. okay all right i'm rambling are you rambling yeah we need to save some space here okay we're gonna save space and we will get Matt nicely somewhere along the way. Yep. Maybe we should take a walk down and check out some birds. Yes. All right, I'd let's like do to. that. All right, more to clear we go. This is, uh, she got some holes in her and it's been gunned over. Uh, to, uh, what was it? A, a 2012, so thank you. Yep. <laughs> that was cool. cool. But I'm glad, I'm glad that, uh, honestly, that Nick did well, so. Yeah. Um, a, lot of good, a lot of good birds. There are a lot, a lot of great birds. birds. Um, we've we've already kind of done a little bit of off and on of this mat, so recording. <laughs> I've been recording. Good. <laughs> so I'll make sure. I, I've been recording. Matt, introduce yourself, please, because I I did introduce you this morning, but I I didn't know I was referring to you as the regional director for Delta Waterfowl. I just didn't know what the region. Northeast Atlantic, Jeff, is what I cover. There we go. And yep. I saw I thought Atlantic was tied in there, but I wasn't one hundred percent one hundred percent sure. Yep. Basically, Maryland. Uh, North to Maine, okay, wow. including West Virginia, right, so northeast Atlantic. Very good, very good. Let's talk about specifically today the Conjahila love, right? Conjahila. Conjahila. <laughs> Whoops! It would help if I turn your mic on. Okay. That would help. That would help. There we go. Well, hopefully, hopefully that, that Well, again, Jeff, I do cover the mid uh, the Northeast Atlantic region for the Flyway of Delta Waterfowl, and I am the regional director. Um, been with Delta for 10 years now, and uh, this contest has been going on for six years. Great recovery. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what um did I, I judge, I think, was the very first year it was not here, right? No, it was not. It was across the river on the other side. Uh, we moved to this venue, a uh, little bit nicer facilities, a um, little more controlled water. It is nice. It is nice. Um, so that was, uh, I did the first year you moved here. So what, that's got to be like, what, five five or six years ago? Four what, to five years ago, yeah. Four mm-hmm. to five. We were sitting here trying, trying to figure out what that out, what, yep. what out that was, how many years, stuttering. Let me drink a hit of my diet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so what? Uh, so this this contest is run is held by your local chapter here. Yes, it's held by the Lancaster chapter of Delta Waterfowl. All proceeds and everything today are benefited to the Lancaster chapter. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm all over the place here, Karen. What did you learn today? Um, no, no. The, the, 
Oh, <laughs> okay. So the Duck Hunters Organization, that's your truck there? Yes, ma'am. I was confused. I said it's trademarked. I didn't know that was the logo for Delta. Yes. And I was like, why doesn't it have a Delta logo on the truck? It does. It's on the side of the door. Oh. The logo's on the door, but our trademark is the Duck Hunters Organization because oh we are right, the Duck me. Hunters Organization. We yeah. work for the Duck Hunter. Yeah, I just, I didn't realize we were, it was We were sick. sitting there, she on my shoulder, I'm like, says, oh, it's a new organization. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, because I didn't see the logo. Most people refer to um, your nonprofits, you know, as the, the main name, which would be Delta Waterfowl mm-hmm. for ours. Yep. Um, but we, we always attach the Duck Hunters organization behind that, because, again, we are for the Duck Hunter. We're, yep. That's what it was started for, for the Duck Hunter and the ducks. There we go. Thank um, you. Matt, how long have you been how about regional director? Ten years now, I've been with the company. Yep. Wow, time flies. We were talking about, and you—it was a crab feast. Mm -hmm. Oh, the well, yeah, the New Jersey, and we went to Tuckerton after that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But um, we we were reminiscing about the. um, We were trying to figure out where it was. It was was, um, Sparrows Point. Yes. Maybe it was. It was a it was a crab feast. I can't remember if it was. That was down in Dundalk. Dundalk. Okay. That was down in Dundalk. That was our uh, uh, Central Maryland chapter back in the day, which has now been renamed the Susquehanna Flats chapter. But that was held down in Dundalk for our crab feast that time as our dinner. Yes. As we drove up this morning, we were kind of. Re- revisiting some of the places and things we did, and I was like, "Man, was I, and I, no offense to Karen, I was like, <laughs> was I, I think you were there, but I'm not. I'm not, else. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure that you were there. Yeah, and first time I met Karen was actually in our Delta Waterfowl Paulsboro chapter over yes. in New Jersey, is where yeah, I met yeah, Miss Karen. Yeah, that was in a Holiday Inn because I said we we spent the night, yes. and from there we went to Tucker Inn after that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yep. that, that was that was pretty good. Man, time flies, doesn't it? It does. It yeah, does. Man, it's like uh, years go by, days become months, become years. But man, and like specifically for us, man, the summer is just like cranking by it is it'll be uh you know the season will be here before you know it um bigger and better plans for the show what's what's what is uh for the conjugila flats decoy contest so next year you know we've opened the concept class this year yes it's brand new um and and it's it's stretching the imagination of our carvers their creativity gets to open up um it just has to have one string one weight must self-ballast the size of it can also self-ballast from the side right i'm not going to mandate it goes from upside down um, and you can attach two, three, four birds together. You could make a log with several birds standing on Your creativity is just open yep. in the concept class. And we have some concept birds down here today um, that will be revealed here shortly in about 30 minutes okay. um, out on the water. So we're hoping to see that class grow after people have now seen what, what they can sure. do. Yep. Um, and it's not what, just your standard single bird. What you can get away with. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. It just it's gonna open it up to, you know, getting people um, interested in carving. Yes. It, it it really you can express a lot of creativity in what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you don't have to be species specific. You could put, you know, a redhead and a can side by side. That's you know, both cool. drakes. You could do any and again, anything you would like to do. Um, you know, with that class, um, it's opened up my creativity just alone. Um, and I kind of brought that idea in last year. We, we threw it out and everybody said, yeah, let's go with it. Um, now, it will not place with that class. It will not be judged in best of show against a single bird. I don't think okay. that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep our singles as a best of show the way it is. And then for next year coming out, we're going to reveal the V board or Y board or frame mm-hmm. class. Whatever I think that's a great idea. You're doing. And yep. again, that opens the door to your non-traditional decoy carvers. Yep. Guys that do not have the hundreds of dollars in knives and shops and all the equipment that we do as decoy carvers. They just basically need a, a table saw to rip their, their boards and a hand jigsaw to cut out their silhouettes. And again, creativity can be theirs, whatever species they choose. Um, and it is a, a fairly well-used uh 
procedure that we do yeah, 100%. all up and down the Atlantic yep. Flyway with V-boards or, again, frames or Y-boards, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's a great idea. Plus, it gives, like, the thing I get asked a lot about is, like, the, just how like how do, you, how do I start to carve? What do I need? How, what, what, how, what? Like, kind of the mystery and or just the, you know, of not doing it. The, the V-board is, is basically a silhouette that's, that's a floating silhouette. Yep. For those that don't know, and, and it's a, a basically th uh, three arms that fold out. Uh, makes a V, makes a Y, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um, and there's three silhouettes. Well, you could put, you could double up silhouettes on, yeah, on an arm too. Ducks a lot of times. You'll see yeah. your six on your frame. Yep. Yep. Um, and I've also noticed too, a big tradition that's, it, that also happens in the Eastern Shore is they're taking them and cutting the strings off, not floating them in the water. And they can take them to a dry field and lay them out. And they got three decoys mm -hmm. right there in a the dry field. And many guys hunt over those in a dry field. Agreed. Especially not that we've had winters recently, but if, it, if the ground does get, you know, hard and cold, cold and hard frozen that it, they are they are pretty easy to set out and, yeah and, and go with so i think it's a great idea and, and again it, like it just gives somebody uh if for nothing else maybe it's an entry level for somebody to get involved when they maybe they don't think they could carve a decoy to compete with you know everybody that's competing here today but they surely can you can't take a cut out a pattern and yep. and make a set of e-boards i bet you'll probably see some really cool ideas of of how they're how they're hinged and framed together that's too. what i was thinking yeah, yeah you'll see you'll stupid. see several different substrates you might just pinch yeah. them together with wood you'll see people mm -hmm. will use stainless steel you'll see aluminum cool. if you if you really want to go all out and you know go copper or or mm -hmm. brass inlay yeah. um as your hinge areas so the creativity is really wide open when you go to frames. that's the cool thing someone might come up with a, a, a nice um new design on how to float v-boards yeah, yeah. So so we're expecting a set of frames from you next year, Carrie. <laughs> That's a, I will cut to my have fingers off. That's what will happen. Jeff knows. We I were will blessed to have one of off. Jeff's girders here today, and then it did great. Uh, placed uh, third that, place here in, that in, is course, cool. that um, is cool. in our skirter <laughs> contest. Cool. And uh, we're looking for a V-board from you next year. <laughs> it's not happening. Well, well, like I said, especially on that, too, like, I'm just glad. I'm glad Nick did better than me, so yeah. I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad on that. So I, I will tell you, some of my students beat me today, oh. and that—that that is the goal. <laughs> yes. That is the goal. Passing this on, teaching mm -hmm. that tradition, um, letting someone else teach you, even though mm -hmm. you—you've been doing it long. The, the beginners will, will pull something out of something, whether it be carving it, mm -hmm. uh, how they paint it, what they tin yeah. it, um, and you look back and go, "I never saw that. I never mm -hmm. thought of that." I, I learn yeah. more sometimes from my students than they learn from me. Yep, that is pretty cool. I sidetracked you because I wanted you to talk about his tailgate. Well, you were turning to look at... No, there's... just so pretty. I've never been here. Oh, I've yeah. never oh, been it's, here. It's, it's gorgeous. A beautiful um, day on the Susquehanna River. Oh. Beautiful yeah. day. Yeah. What is, um like, during the season, like, do you, do you have a lot of birds outside here? There is a fair amount of birds up here, yeah. and a lot of it's timing. Right. Um, when you get a really good cold uh, hit up there in Canada, they'll stack up here a little bit, stage here, before mm -hmm. they head to the Chesapeake Bay. So gunning out here can be very good. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Hmm. Fishing? Uh, good. You fish here? Fishing fish? is great too. Yes, yeah. wonderful flatheads, um, your regular catfish, smallmouth, walleye. It's very, very good fishing here. Yeah. Cool. Um, you, you good on time? You got to go. I'm good. Okay. I don't want just. No, hold, I, want, I want to slow down the show on you there. Now nah, they're they're taking a break. Everybody's getting something to eat. Sure. Um, they're laying the puddle rig uh, puddle division right now, okay. and the. Uh, concept class and then we'll continue on you know for a little while yet this afternoon as they will have to then bring out the best of confidence the best of diver the best of puddler will go head to head those three birds will go for grand champion okay. nice 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 yep. what is um stepping around the side of the decoys what's what's new in in uh 
in Delta. I know you just came back from Little An Rock, right? Amazing expo in Little uh, Rock. Oh, it was such a such a great time. Over twenty five thousand people went through those doors. Uh, an amazing dinner, sold out. Eight hundred person on Friday night. Um, very well attended all the way around. Uh, it was great to see a lot of our sponsors and people went down in the mm -hmm. expo booths. Um, kids walking around with orange Delta hats. Duck calls blowing all over. Our, de our duck call contest went amazing. Uh, Jim Ronquist always great to have him there. And uh, you know it was it was a fun day in Arkansas. Now we could have done a little less with the heat, yeah. but uh, mm -hmm. you know next year we're looking forward to it. it's going to be Baton Rouge. There you go. So we oh, are wow, ready. we have to go. We have. <laughs> we, we need you at Baton I Rouge. I want camp. to go. Baton Rouge. I always wanted to go. Come on with us. We would love to oh have you all gosh. there. We wanted to get there last year and just. With all the stuff we got going, it just kind of. We got to put that on the calendar. Yeah. What's the date? Do you know? It will be the last. I think it's the. In the upper Friday, 20s. Saturday, and Sunday of July. It's usually okay. the last weekend yeah. in July. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. No, I I, I followed along with social media. It looked like every, just a I don't know, maybe it's just the algorithm how it works, but like I'd seem to be I'd see a quite quite a, a lot a lot of a lot of content. Uh, yeah. From from vendors as well as just people walking through the show. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of the beauty kinda... of that show is it's indoors and we had AC. Right. So mm. most of the time you do not have to leave the building. That's kind of mm -hmm. nice, especially That's when cool. it was 107 to 110 outside. Yep, yep, yep. Um, So it made it very nice as you were staying at the hotel. You just walked downstairs and you were able to attend. Anything we had was inside that building. Mm. Um, and then we had a great night just a week uh, block down on Saturday night. We uh, we call it uh, a night out with our membership and, and our employees. Uh, we went down to the Rev Room, a couple bands playing, mm -hmm. you know, some adult beverages. Had a great time with everybody just letting loose and, okay. and having a good time, meeting new people and, and a great social. Very, yes. very great social. So Baton Rouge is going to be, I'm sorry? Sounds like fun. It does sound yeah. like fun. Baton Rouge is going to be a larger Larger venue. Larger venue. Um, we're looking to even put more people in that dinner. Um, we can put more vendors on the floor, and we have sold that out uh, down there before. So I think we can. I think we can sell out Baton Rouge even with an expansion. Nice. I really feel as though we wow. got the momentum on our side right now um, in this industry, and I think there's people that couldn't make it this year that will show up at Baton Rouge. Yeah, mm -hmm. nice. Um, more, more back here into the uh, Mid Atlantic. Mm -hmm. Mid Atlantic. Atlantic and Northeast, Northeast and Atlantic. Excuse me. Yeah, basically. What's, yeah, what's uh, what, what's new with you here locally? Uh, locally, we just opened a chapter here in Bucksmont, um, which is the Montgomery Bucks County area towards Philly. Okay. Um, very, very new for us. Uh, we've never had a chapter there. Um, great young men and women there that are excited to get out and really, you know, blow the doors off. Um, we're looking at prospecting one over towards Gettysburg right now, working with a couple people there, and uh, hopefully that will be named the Battlefield Chapter. There you go. I like that. Like better. that. Yeah. Um, one of our big significant things from this past year was I started a committee eight uh, of young men and they were from 22 to 16 years old okay. and uh, parents had to help a little bit for the paperwork side but these boys are the drivers these boys are the ones that made the decision um, and they had a rally of the community behind them the community uh, just I can't I can't even put words to it the, the way that they supported this group of boys is just outstanding yeah. and these boys went to work and they didn't mean to come out of the gate and be number one but they were a chapter for eight months. They held their very first dinner on February 11th last year, and they raised $99,000 wow. net Holy on their very <laughs> first night. Wow. And, and again, that was the outpouring of that community, uh, great leadership over those boys, um, and a lot of effort from mom and dad, you know, mm -hmm. uh, going out with them and providing some, some, some good knowledge as well. And that was the net number. What's that? That, that was, was their the net, net, number. net number. That was their the net gross. number. Wow. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, wow. impressive. And now those boys are so excited. They've uh, taken some of their proceeds from their uh, Waterfowl Heritage Funds, what they get to have back in their account. And they have done hen houses already out the gate this year, raising so many more mallards in, in uh, the great state of Delaware, along with some wood duck boxes. They're planning their very first youth day on September 16th uh, coming up. So in a couple of weeks, they'll be doing that. And then they're looking to host uh, veterans hunts and youth uh, first hunts. So oh, they're, they're again, they're taking the charge and, mm. and you know, they're leading out there as young men. Mm. That's the future of Good our example. sport. And yep. it's also the future of Delta waterfowl. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Going back to Expo, Jeff, I got to tell you a yes, funny story it. while we're on there. So I have a great committee member up in Pomatuning, Pennsylvania, Lonnie Best, and his young son, Lawrence Best IV, uh, has always been entertaining at our dinners, and he's only nine years old. This little man will get up on stage, he'll grab the mic from me or Mr. Chris, and, and, and he'll just command the show. And it's amazing to watch a nine-year-old have no fear. Um, so he asked Chris if he could go up at the expo and, and start the dinner. And Chris and I to have confidence in them. We know him. And I said to Chris, it's 800 people in this room. That's a little bigger than his hometown of 250. But little Lawrence got up there and he commanded the show. And the first words out of his mouth is that he was there to replace me. <laughs> and you know, that's a proud moment. When a, when a little guy wants to work that hard to replace me, you know, great. Good for you. Um, we, we had such a good laugh in the room for that. But that is, again, that's the next generation. That who will maybe the next regional director as mm -hmm. I retire, you know. And it's great to see nine-year-olds and these 16s and 22-year-olds having that drive and that passion because it, it's not there everywhere today like it used to be. Well, 100%, 100 you're getting exposure now at this at it, that that excuse me at that age and not you know 29 30 31 mm -hmm. years old right yep. so yeah man that, that's uh that's cool and you and you have a target on your back so yeah i don't know if that's a <laughs> that, that no. might be a, a motivating factor for you yeah it could yeah. be uh we're excited for our university hunt coming out this year uh we had two ivy league colleges last year cornell and yale mm -hmm. and they've signed back on to come on very nice we're expanding that uh university program and what that basically is doing is we're going to take our up-and-coming wildlife biologists anybody who's in the field of uh, wildlife management uh, and has never hunted, we're going to expose them to hunting. Because if they're going to school for this and they yep. may make the decisions and the rules as the time comes forward to that, we want them to understand who we are as hunters and what we do. And it's been an amazing program. I've been blessed for three years to be on 90% of these hunts with these students yep. as I see their smiling faces and what they get exposed to. And something that I thought really got me this past year, Jeff, was uh, we had a fair amount of vegans that had come on the hunt and I had asked them, you know, why and, and what, what the purpose was, because you know I'm going to ask you to harvest a bird and then I'm going to ask you to clean it and eat it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they said that they understand the process, they're involved in the entire process, that, that was good. And the one little girl said, after eating it, how, my, how can I get more of this? And I said, just keep doing what we're doing. So again, it, it's wow. opened my eyes. And again, I always say, I learn more from the people than mm -hmm. I teach them. Very nice. Very nice, yeah. Um, that, 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 that's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, you actually got a vegan, a committed vegan to eat meat. And, and a duck that I cooked, Karen. That's even the best part. Yeah, because I'm not the best cook. I, really? I'm not Jeff oh, or gosh, Joey or any on. of the guys I hang with. They're better cooks than I am. <laughs> Do not undersell yourself. <laughs> Speaking of birds, what are we looking forward to this year in the Atlantic Flyway as far as numbers and, and I think the numbers seasons. are good. They've increased back our population. As you know, in the past, we've been down to a two-mowered uh, mm -hmm. limit. We had a reduction. We were down on our goose, uh, Canada AP goose uh, population had a reduction, and they have moved those all up. Our mallards are back to four. Our goose, depending on the state, has gone back up to what they were previous to the shutdown or the decline or the decrease of number, I should say. Um, and it looks really, really good. We had an amazing spring up there in the Atlantic population 
fishing goose for breeding. Uh, mallards seem to be doing well again up there. So if we can get Canada to get cold, we're going to have an amazing flight this year. Nice, I really, nice. really feel we will. And if we're, birds are coming from that western side prairie pothole, they had a decent uh, wet year as well. Yep. Um, some of that late snow that came was able to melt down and create some of those wetlands um, that are just essential for us to have. Uh, people don't think of a 10 to 12 uh, foot round little wetland to be crucial. And it's very, very crucial to our duck population. Mm. Um, as, as they go from there, then they'll go to their brood ponds and go on forth. We need water. Water on the landscape is mm. always a good thing. Yep. Speaking of water, my little three-foot oval was very crucial to my toad, our toad population, Karen. <laughs> it rain and went out back. I'm like, Karen, look, there's, there's freaking tadpoles everywhere in this little puddle. And they were down the ditch out front. They were there, too. And I, it, it, the one out front dried up. But so I panicked. And the one out back was, was they were kind of still in there just moving around. So I took five gallons of water out there. And they all kind of got themselves back together. Jeff's and saving one tadpole at a time yeah yeah it was my it was it's our little wetland it was yeah. kind of cool. it was cool yeah yeah um, it's been kind of wet so you well know that, it has no, been nice we had the thunderstorm i think it kind yeah. of washed them all away but yeah i think they, they all had legs by that time i think they're good to go so yeah i like well, to that's think that's what us conservationists do jeff yeah. we may harvest some but we want to make sure that it's here for many 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 generations to enjoy 100 percent uh Matt, how can people get in touch with you personally? Um, if you go to the Delta website, my information's there. If you look me up on Facebook, again, I keep all my information right there on my Facebook. Um, so magazine, I'm also in the magazine with my information. So it's very, very easy to get a hold of me there. Um, and my email is mnisley at deltawaterfowl.org. .org. And you're looking to, you are looking to start form new chapters, right? Always looking to start new chapters. One thing we will not do at Delta, we will not place them on top of each other, Jeff. We don't want to stack them one, one community to another. We'll give some distances, but uh, always room to have new chapters um, and always new areas. Um, not, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a famous duck hunting area as it is here along mm -hmm. the Susquehanna River. Um, there's duck hunters throughout the United States, um, and conservation work can be done throughout the United States, so it does not necessarily have to be in a Hall of Fame duck hunting area. Yeah, 100%. Karen, any thoughts, comments, questions? No, it's just a, looks like it's been a really successful event for you, and I'm happy yeah. that yeah. Um, you know we're getting you know some younger carvers out. And yes. you had told us about the young girl mm -hmm. that had did uh, the wood duck. Nine-year-old girl did a wood That's, duck in the shop on Thursday night. She was not completed cool. with it to get it here today, but it'll be her first bird. The intention is to have her complete that. I will be taking her and her father on the youth day in Pennsylvania. She will harvest her bird go. over top okay. of a, of well, a real duck over her decoy. Pretty, yeah. yeah, It's a real gunner nice. decoy. Yep, yep. I, if you make it, you might as well gun it. There's no sense yeah. putting it on the shelf to collect dust. We make them to use. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. But a little tidbit of history for you, Karen, is if you looked up here, you see this beautiful bridge right here to my yeah, right. It is. Uh, the 462 bridge, Columbia Avenue Bridge. Oh, Just beyond that, you'll see little stone piers that are okay. old and rubble. Mm -hmm. What that actually is, is back in Civil War, wartime there was a wooden covered bridge that really? spanned the entire span of the Susquehanna River huh. and at one point the Confederates were on New York County side and they were wanting to come to this side to get to the capital of Harrisburg they burned the bridge to keep the Confederates on the other side of the wow. river so if hmm. you're around town you'll see different things the state burning bridge hence the burning uh, of the covered uh, bridge uh, okay. a little piece that. of history while That's you're here along the Susquehanna here at Congehilla thank Very you thank nice. you Thank you, Matt. Yep. Matt, we appreciate the hospitality and the invite to come up here. We do we truly yes. do. And uh, next year, Karen will give me permission 
and I will enter birds. Okay. Oh, we yes. would love it. We're, we're looking for Karen's beadboard next year. We, we don't need her permission. We're going to have that in there. I can barely do a smiley face. Yeah, we, we welcome you guys downstairs, too, as we read off the... Uh, uh, the winners um, will present some prizes. We pay out $40 cash along with your ribbon and a prize. Um, and it's always great to see those youngsters get their cash and their prize. Um, Motivation. So we invite you down for that and definitely uh, get to have a little bit of applause and some, some appreciation for some of the great work we have down there on that water right now. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Matt, this is the Pit Boss Podcast brought to you by our very good friends at Molly's Place Sporting Goods. I know you know Molly's, right? Yep, we love Molly's. <laughs> love love Nick and the boys down there. And they're also great supporters of Delta Waterfowl. We can't do what we do in that great state of Maryland and Delaware without Molly's. And if you need it, they got it. And that's what we love about Molly's. Yeah, MyMolly's.com. Easily found. Love on. Oh, don't. Come on, I'm trying to... No, I'm trying to I've heard it so many times. No, no, it's all you, love. Take it away. <laughs> on Route 213 in Kennedyville, Maryland. The next sponsor we have to talk about is, and you ran into... Actually, there's two of them, but I'm going to go with one mm. first, is Duck Blind Bistro. Okay. They, they, they had such a great event, uh, John Paul and Jay. They... As John Paul left, he said, Jeff, we had such a great time in Little Rock. If they had one, they're from Alabama. Mm -hmm. If they had one next weekend, we would go, we would be loaded up, headed back to do it. He said it was, it was such a good event. Oh, yeah. They have the ultimate outdoor oven. And uh, so basically it's, it's um, we're in the world's largest duck boat. We're going to have biscuits. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what else we're going to try. We need to get a second one so we can, we can have, have more than that. And I don't know exactly where they went with where they all went, but I know that they made 350 with the Delta Waterfowl logo on. They will go to each chapter, Jeff. They okay. will be available at every one of our I, events across no, the United States and Canada. Cool. That I did not know. I knew, I knew they made a yes, bunch sir. of them, but I didn't know where they went. Yes, sir. Duckblindbistro.com. And up next is Dirty Duck Coffee. Uh, uh, Buck. Uh, Jay went to Dive Bomb, and Buck was in Little Rock. Okay. And I know that they had they they had a very good. I did not talk to Buck, but I, I can I know by looking that they had a they had a great yep. time there. Yep. Um, and we all know how duck hunters love their coffee. Yeah. Mm. DirtyDuckCoffee.com and September first, maybe after we, when we shut this down, we can tell you what's what's coming. But there's something coming there too. So, I almost said it earlier, but I'm not going to say. It. <laughs> Hold I, the suspense. I haven't I haven't been per given permission yet. Uh, Steve Hoover, Duckwater Boats, DuckwaterBoats.com. Love. The th 32 Ocean is? World's largest. Can you say it again? World's largest. Can you say it again? Yes, world's largest. All right. yes. I think it's like five times or six <laughs> times you said it now. Today. I have. All right. Steve Hoover, we appreciate you all the way from New Philadelphia, Ohio. Matt, you've, have, you, have you been to Crabs to Go? Where? Crabs to Go. Oh, yes, sir. All right. Oh. You bet. E easily found. I like to say easily found because things yeah. are easily found. Yeah. But on route, Maryland Route 50 and Route 589, <sighs> I think it, the zip code truly is Berlin, yep. but we say Ocean City. Yeah. But crabstogo.com, thank you very much. And, of course, Whaleville Wagon Toast. Yes. So, appreciate you, too. So, Matt, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, being a, I'm goofing around right now, but we do appreciate it. Thank you very Thanks. much. It's been a great day. Thank you, Jeff. And uh, I, before, we, before we leave, I need to get a picture of you with that bird. So. Oh, well, definitely. We so want we, you to sign it, and uh, we'll give it back to the rightful owner. Awesome, man. <laughs> we, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Matt Nisley, Delta Waterfowl, and Love, where are we at? Well, what is the, I know where we're at is Columbia Crossing, but the contest is? 
Conjure. Come on, you just you had it. Yeah, you had it. Conjure Hela. Conjure Hela. The Hanja. Yeah, you got me goofing up. Conjure Hela Flats decoy contest. Mm -hmm. So, Matt, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Yes, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. We can do anything for you. Please let us know. We always do. Thank you. Thank you.